ABBBL Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYOBB. Where's my elephant? Well, I'm ready to punch in. Hello and welcome to KBBBL Podcast, where we're ready to punch in, and the extra B is for BYOBB. And what's that extra B for? Why, the baby elephant walk, of course. (laughs) Not baseball? (laughs) No, the baby Baby elephant elephant walk, walk. of course. Of of course. Yeah, baseball. That's why you do. That's why you do the the bees. <laughs> I am your host, Nutty Cuckoo Super King. <laughs> and nice to with meet you. me is yeah. and with me a couple of spit brothers. Yep. 72, 72 ounce jug. Howdy. And Burlington Drifter, who's a real Burlington Drifter. That is a fact. That's a real fact. That's a fact, Jack. Don't forget about it. Yeah, the nuclear plant power uh yeah employee spouses and no more than three children night at a local minor league so that, i've had that hilarious gag no more than three <laughs> children good. night yeah. yeah yeah there were some good gags on this one but we'll definitely yeah. we'll get into it here i'm surprised they allowed three that's pretty generous well, our third wheel bigger is off this evening yeah some family matters, but we we will uh, we will press on, and he'll be back. And uh, so we are here to review season two, episode five, "Dancing Homer." If everybody didn't figure that out already, so why don't we have ourselves a bit of a sit? of turnip juice the turnip tree dave yes you requested you requested this episode Tell us <laughs> i why. did i just love when they go to capital city and they're looking at all the places and like the, the idea of going to the big city from the small town is always just mm-hmm. like this amazing image to me the, the the song from tony bennett just sells it so well uh, there's a swing in town, yeah, I know, called a swing in town, I know. Yeah, the Crosstown Bridge, the Penny Loafer, all the street crime. The sur- yeah, the street know, crime was funny. <laughs> the, the brave men of the Army Reserve, uh, you know, the Fourth Street in D. Fourth Street in D. You know, all that. <laughs> so yeah, it's a good little montage. Um, yeah. it's, it's, a, I, I just love the imagery and just like how, um, how the, the people of capital city, like this might pass in the sticks, but this is capital city, you know, like we're, yeah, it's just the unnamed capital, city, capital city, just like yeah. this un- unearned pretentiousness like that. Like, we're like, we're very know. refined here yeah. at capital city. Exactly. Yeah. That's for sure. Uh, yeah. Well, we'd also do our introspection here. Um, and in this one, we have the chalkboard gag. I will not trade pants with others. I didn't get this one. Do you know what? Good advice. <laughs> yeah, not one of the best ones, but maybe good advice. But how are you going to find out what kind of pants? I don't, you like don't, you don't people, some people like trade clothes, like including yeah, pants. Yeah, that was a big thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I don't know if this is like a hard and fast rule. 
And it was the <laughs> Hidden Maggie Hidden Maggie couch gag. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. How was your week, Francis? Oh, it was fine, man. Just working and getting some stuff sorted out for the boy, like his summer camps and all that kind of stuff, but pretty, pretty low-key otherwise. Yourself? <clears throat> oh, not bad, not bad. The sun was shining. Got my gardens all set up, so I'm pretty happy. Right on. Yeah, man. All right. Well, oh, hold on. We have to change the name of this segment for tonight. That's what we're going to call it. How's the soundboard this week, Davin? It's not creator. Oh, we'll find out, man. We'll find out. That's all I can say. The screams, the humiliation. Dave down. So Dave down? No, is it Dave, Dave down, down or Dave down? No. no, it's the Dave down tonight. Dave down. Dave. Dave has offered, impaired as he may be, to. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. In Baker's absence, I had a whole white claw iced tea, strawberry. Oh, your son's uh, watching, so don't mess oh, up. Oh, hello, Eamon. <laughs> hello, son. Um, he means he had love. Hello, my son. Hello, my son. Progeny. Progeny. Yeah. Oh, you owe me a beer, which would be uh, great because I don't have any. Uh, well, I'll, uh, I'll get that for you. Don't worry. Uh, well, speaking Thanks. of which, this episode starts at Moe's Tavern. Um, and Homer telling the story of uh, him going to Capital City. And he didn't want to tell it. You know, he's like, they're like, come on, just tell it. We have nothing better to do. So he tells it. And how... He went to this fa- uh, work night with Mr. Burns. You know, Mr. Burns doesn't even like. There was like the, the family that came in before him. And he's like, "Good people down there, waste management, <laughs> whatever." And then like Homer yeah. comes along. He doesn't know who he, who he is. Starting, I think maybe the trend of Mr. Burns never knowing who Homer is. Uh, you know, it's Smith. The Sims. The Sims. Yes. Oh, yes. And young uh, Bart and Lisa at expecting. You know. Expecting. Yeah, I always remember that expecting gag that was a fun one yeah there's some great moments with this uh uh just like homer interacting with mr burns and then having to sit next to him later on but then there's just like some fun baseball gags uh as they watch this game between the uh i love how it's the isotopes and then also the shelby villains are the shelby uh, villains yeah shelby villains yeah like that's the villains or villains how is it spelled I think it was villains. I thought they were villains? always the Shelby villains. The I thought Shelby it was Shel- Shelby, Shelby villains. villains. Yeah, or something like that. But it was, uh, okay. I, if it was Shelby villains, that would be a good one. Um, you know, I thought it was just. Is this uh, where Bleeding Gums Murphy does his song? Because that's like my favorite. Yeah, he, part does, of the he does like the 20 minute national. Well, yeah. Like the thing is, the thing he's making fun of is still like relevant now. They still do this yeah. where you watch like, a, like any given um, sports game and like somebody will draw out the anthem like that forever you know they're just oh, like, yeah because they're trying to do it customize it you know but yeah. i'm asking you he's like i'm asking you can you hear me <laughs> skiddly boobop i forgot <laughs> about the bleeding gums cameo in this so i like how in yeah. earlier seasons they kind of insert them in random spots like this i forgot about some of these that, this is that was my favorite part of the episode but it, it, it's just like the very last the in the song, he just hangs on forever. He's just like, 
<laughs> and like making the notes go up and down and everything. But in, no, in terms so of good. in terms of uh, continuing the Dave down, uh, there yeah. was like this whole thing where where um, Mr. Burns comes sits next to Homer. They get a beer together. They're having a good time. And then uh, later on, um, you know, Homer is like the team's losing. So Homer gets up and dances. And this disgusts Mr. Burns after they, they're having this good time. But... For the first time like, in my uh, life, people point, weren't but... laughing at me. They were laughing for me. Oh, wait, me. that's later. It's a little bit later. No, that was, uh, that was there, wasn't it? Right, around that point, right. yeah. He says that while he's doing the dance and describing it. But I like the play between him and Mr. Burns here. You see, like, throughout the series, you oh, yeah. see little moments like this where even though Burns always forgets him, they have these moments where they become like temporary friends, like when they're locked in the cabin and all that kind of stuff. Like, and they even act that Mr. Burns is kind of drunk because they're doing the wave, just the two of them and everything, right? Like I, I liked that. They threw that well, in. Well, Simpsy, you up for another wave? All right, Burnsy. Hey, Flash, will you sign my ball? No. <laughs> and then like he writes on for Marge so like meet me in room 206 <laughs> later on like, yeah, yeah. He's like wow Flash hit on my mom yeah and even Homer's happy there too yeah, he's yeah. Like, got the magic Margie right <laughs> but the birth of dancing Homer comes in this next sequence uh, where they play this uh, what's it called baby elephant walk yeah uh, he keeps saying baby walk. elephant walk yeah yeah, yeah. And you know, Smithers, when I was a young buck, my patented fadeaway pitch was compared by many to the trouble ball of the late great Satchel Page. Did you know that, fellas? Yeah. Well, the trouble ball the, of the late great what, Satchel Page. This episode has like sort of like some of the elements of uh, Homer at Bat, uh, which comes next season. You know, and uh, I feel like just the whole Mr. Burns talking baseball talk and like talking about old timey baseball uh, kind of carries. He just throws out the opening pitch, and Homer and Bart like, like make fun of him hard. Oh yeah, they yell right at his face. Yeah, and then like five minutes later, he's sitting next to them. But he doesn't put together who they are. Like no, no, he doesn't. Employees, I guess this proves I'm their friend. You did get me something on an aisle, Smithers. I don't want to be surrounded by them. (laughs) (laughs) I love Mr. Burns. He's so on point this season. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, some good Burke stuff this season for sure. Nah, I just got one more clip from this scene because it's a it's a great scene with him and mm-hmm. Mr. Burns. The hitters off his rocker, kissing Betty Crocker. <laughs> good one, sir. Oh well, I used to rile the late great Connie Mack with that one at Old Shibe Park. Old Shibe Park. <laughs> I don't feel like these like taunts in baseball happen really much as uh, much anymore. I feel like this has gone away. Probably not. I did that when I was a kid to goalies at hockey games. Yeah, it used to happen more in sports, but I feel like it doesn't go on as much as it used to. No, people but... aren't savages anymore. We were just savages in those days. Yeah, it was like yeah, 30 years ago. You know? um, Davin, with your, your sports knowledge, was Connie Mack a real player? Or is that somebody they made up? And that is a real player, but Dave probably okay. even has more sports knowledge than I do. Nah, nah, but, uh, maybe not, but like I don't know. I didn't know about who Connie Mack was. Uh, late great every see everybody Mr. Burns knows is dead. Like anyone he ever references <laughs> is the late great. Like late he's great. so old. He's no, the sure only one Joe? sticking around. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I, but then Homer's doing the whole bit where he becomes the mascot and he goes on like, you know, there's a whole montage and it's amazing. Homer Burns' relationship is one of his favorite of the series. <laughs> yeah, because Rister Burns never knows who Homer is. It always resets <laughs> back to back to point A. Bart and Lisa taunt that. Oh, guy. yeah, that's in the next yeah, one. That's, that's Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. Daryl Strawberry, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a um, strawberry for sure. Yeah. And then Homer gets uh after after the whole montage and everything else with the Burlington Drifters, uh, which was one of the teams. Uh then they also get um uh Homer to go to Capital City. They go, you're gonna go up there and relieve some innings for the goofball, the Capital City goofball, who's like the renowned mascot of that team. And so he's gonna get called up. There was like this cowboy owner guy. This 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 movie yes. uh, <laughs> the movie Goon reminds me of this episode a lot. Like there's a lot of similarities, I think, between the plot in terms of how Homer kind of goes from the minor leagues up to the, like the semi minor leagues, like the just the, the next tier up in the big city. Mm-hmm. And then and then this whole like this whole sequence here where Bart and Lisa and Marge all you know and and, and Maggie all have to get ready to leave and go to Capital City with him and what that's going to mean and how there's a lot of funny gags in there how Lisa's like uh talking to those girls and she's like well none of us really you won't really care about me leaving because we never really got to know each other or whatever. Yeah, she's like, like I don't have any friends basically. So, yeah. yeah yeah that's right you know uh yeah. she, she was against it you know saying how there's simple people simple values capital city's too big she says people. that a lot she said that in like three episodes already like everyone in the last knows one, us and, of horror, and, anyway. and has forgiven us she said. For, i liked that that was funny she just thinks so poorly of her family and even herself yeah. But Marge surprisingly is for it because normally Marge is kind of like the stick in the mud. Yeah. Who's like, mm, yeah. she kind of goes with this. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I think she sees that Homer's happy, uh, and maybe yeah. there's a there's something to this, so she's kind of willing to go with it. Uh, and Homer's like, I have to take a leave of absence, and the supervisor goes, Oh yeah, what do you need? Four or five years? And it's like it's it's obviously <laughs> like uh, Hank Azaria just doing like a, another <laughs> kind of Al Pacino voice. Or whatever, and uh, you just sounded like Carl Carlson again. He always just does that, Carl Carlson. Yeah, uh, and then as I talked about earlier, there was the whole capital them going to Capital City, the whole dry the road trip uh, up. You know, I think this is one of the only times we really get it. Like they they reference it a whole bunch of times in The Simpsons as being like this place that's near them. I guess part of the same state, mm. you know. And so them and Shelbyville are sort of part of wherever this exists in the united states um indeterminate but like you know the they reference all those places there's the tony bennett song you get to see like all the gags they're, they're basically making fun of new york city i think like it's kind yeah, of yeah and they have all these fake landmarks and everything it's pretty clever like it's a good little good little yeah i like the do. uh the, the bootleg t-shirt emporium there was the apple saucery um uh, there was some there was some <laughs> good ones in there <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then Homer, Homer, like it's, was pra- practicing. He was getting serious. Like this was something like, he, he was, was going for. It. You know, this he yeah, was taking does more more effort than he ever puts into his job to do with radioactive waste. Yeah, or or actually <laughs> Here's some history right. for you, fellas. There's the late great Connie Mack. He's a baseball manager, actually. Okay. Um. Okay. It looks like the crypt keeper. <laughs> yeah, he looks like somebody like sure does. 
they would the writers of the simpsons would reference they're like what about somebody him? mr burns would totally like though like, <laughs> yeah yeah this is like a mr burns kind of guy he looks like mr burns. he looks like this yeah, <laughs> the picture just keeps coming up yeah <laughs> he's just gonna throw it up periodically from now on to have an even other episodes <laughs> yeah exactly the late great connie mac with that one yeah for yeah. the first time ever in the episode uh, homer says that he fell asleep um after marge is that right or before Marge? Yeah, he says Marge fell yeah. asleep before I did. Is what he says. Yeah. They, they, they talk did. about it all the time. We would talk. We talk about it all the time. This was the one time this happens. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he goes for it, but like it, like the capital city people don't like him. It doesn't really, you know. He was eating a hot dog right before and a beer. Uh, he finishes that stuff, but then you know they're just like these cornball antics don't play in here. You know they might play in the sticks, but not here. This is Capital City. You know, like it's a- Ooh, boogie, 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 boogie. Hey, knock that off, or I'll stick his bat where the sun don't shine. Oh yeah, and where <laughs> might that be? Yeah, it's like oh okay, <laughs> like that's his big comeback. Where might that be? Oh, he's so funny. Yeah, there was um. Uh, you know, he's just like, oh, and then like he, he basically gets fired. There's two Daves here too. There was a Dave Glass, who was the announcer, and then Dave Rosenfield, who's like the owner of a team. Like, oh yeah, a bunch, yeah. Of, bunch of Daves. It's almost I like a, all the, I could have had th- those names too. Um, yeah. not this guy, but you mentioned a like Southern guy who owns the Isotopes. He's almost like a like an early version of who's the oil tycoon guy who comes like in later seasons. Um, who's the oil? Yeah, well, it's like he's the like southern accent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know his like name, but jobs. Yeah. yeah, I know who you mean. Um, and yeah, like he he basically gets fired right after his like one try in front of the uh, capital city crowd. They don't go for it, even though he had the endorsement there of the actual goofball, or yeah. you know, you should just call him goof, plain old goof. Yeah, call um, me goof. Call me plain old goof. Uh, and so he was like, "My family stuck by me." Homer says, and I'd like as uh, later on, I would feel about how much that did not help. Oh, it's a great gag too. Yeah, it's like it really didn't comfort me at all. Yeah, he was like earlier when he was like Bart was confu- earlier. Bart was confused by feelings of respect for me. It wouldn't last. Also, a pretty great gag. Yeah, yeah. Like there's, um... they have lots of just little slick kind of like. I, I didn't get a lot of huge laughs in this episode, but they have just lots of little clever one-liners like that. Like Bart was strangely quiet. He explained later he was confused with feelings of respect for me. Just like you know, obviously saying that's a new thing for him, but like they have lots of cool little quips like that in this episode. It's like this whole rise and fall story. You know, it's kind of like a real morality tale in some ways. I think, or just of how they really went about uh, putting this whole story of like Homer went up there, and then they were just like. Get the hell out of here. Go back to Springfield. And that's basically what happens in the story. But then he comes back and he tells Mo about it. And everybody's like, tell it again. You know, he's like, why do stories of humiliation and degradation make you more popular? And they just do, Mo says. And that's the the end of the episode. That's the Dave Down. wisdom, yeah. It's the Dave Down. Bam. Bam. Upper upper mezzanine. Hopes lose. Topes lose. Topes lose. Topes lose. To the same. So like everything's over, even though they normally lose. They've won like a few games with Homer. Topes lose. The the dream is over. The dream is dead. 
Yeah. Don't you understand? It's like, that's it, fellas. I don't even feel like doing the rest of this podcast now. Topes, topes lose. Topes, topes lose. Topes lose. Well, give, give us something more little positive, like uh, Dance at Homer. Like, like Topes win? Like Topes, topes win, wins the only like, thing that Tell the story again, now. Homer. We want to hear it again. We love your story. It's kind of a different format they go with for this episode, too. Like, the storytelling, like, it's still pretty early. I don't know if they're just trying out something new. Being like, hey, let's give this a shot. But, like, the way they present the episode is different than anything we've seen up to this point as well. All right, then. Let's move it on, then, fellas. Next. Ah. Everyone's favorite segment. Oh, no, it's not. It's this. This is an interesting one for this one. The Sideshow Spotlight is... Uh, Send in those soulful and doleful schmaltz by the bowl. By the bowl. Show spotlight. All right, Francis, who's yours? Um, this might be the easy choice, but I like Burns a lot. He there's he was in another episode recently. He's like he's in his prime right now. They're getting good, critical, nasty. The last one was a, Burns a lot episode. of these episodes. Like, yeah, mm. I thought he's pretty funny. Oh yeah. What about you, Dave? What's my favorite? What sideshow? Besides the side, side, side character from none of the, none yeah. of none of the Simpsons or the stars of this episode. Um, who is it? I guess Mr. Burns, I guess, uh, but you know, Smithers as well, you know, just like that whole thing, especially when Smithers stamps the card when it says, um, banned for life or whatever. And he's like, <laughs> he has like that smile on his face. You're like, Smithers is evil. Um, yeah. all right, well, I'm gonna give mine to Bleeding Gums Murphy. His song was my favorite yeah, part of the episode, that. that was good. And it was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best version of that song I've ever. <laughs> the uh the, the goofball. Yeah, the Mo I mean I I do always love Mo. That's a good choice. Yeah. He didn't have enough this time lot, for me though. Not a lot of Mo in this one, yeah, but so it goes. All right. Well, that means it's time for everyone's I don't know why. It's a perfectly prominent word. your hand off my car all right franny's cromulent moments yeah so this episode i know it's weird like there are a lot of gags i laughed at but i found it hard finding really sort of memeable pieces so i did my best boys let me know what you think so i did laugh at this a lot where he's like it comes in 72 ounce (laughs) tubs but not just this like the whole how they explain the uh, the ballpark and all the like absurdities that are there, and him and Mister Burns saying that whole little bit, I found pretty funny. She's like, maybe yeah. you can space out your tubs this year. He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I liked it. Uh, it was I, I don't even like. Um, I felt like there was a whole baseball culture kind of thing that they kind of put into this episode that I enjoyed in the stadium and how they kind of portrayed that. And it was yeah, it was for funny. sure. 
It's like, what does he say? It's it doesn't just give me the right to see a baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to make a total ass of myself in public or whatever. Yeah, that's a good one. The American way. One. Yeah. All right, next. Lively up yourself, dancing Homer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, the whole game. Go, dancing Homer. Get up, man. Get up. Lively up yourself, dancing Homer. Get up, man. Get up. They were digging it. Yeah, yeah. so Oregon player to give him a reggae beat and just like coincidentally the Jamaican guys. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican guys are like, yeah. Let's see if he's winning everyone over, you know. Yeah. Like, is that why he went and asked for the Jamaican beat though? I he think saw so. The two Jamaican or do you guys. think he, yeah. or was that yeah, did no. he not would he asked for it anyway? Because he was just feeling it. I don't know. Yeah. Never know. I don't know. I think that's a good question. It's definitely one of my crummy little moments. I would definitely agree with you on that one. Yeah. Yeah, and we already talked about this. I just found that, like, like, a funny line. Yeah, and again, just denotes, like, their relationship and how Karate Homer is as a dad, like, detached emotionally. He's like, Bart didn't know what to do with himself when he actually felt respect for his father. He's such a Simpsons line, like that classic Simpsons line. Other shows didn't say things really quite like that in that way. I don't know. That, Mm -hmm. That was a classic line. Uh, I th- I think I agree with your cromulent moments, except for maybe this one I might switch out for Bleeding Gums Murphy, but it's it's a great one too. Homer yeah, Homer for me is really awesome in this episode. Like he, especially when he was like uh, t- telling Lisa a couple of his lines, you know, in his narration was like listening to my big dumb wife. Oh wait, I should call her that or you know, just some- <laughs> yeah, my big dumb wife. Yeah, <laughs> oh wait, oh, Homer, like- oh wait, no, I shouldn't do that. And then it was just it's a good like, Homer like uh, personality episode. Lisa's like, we're small town people. We have to die here. He's like, you'll die somewhere else. <laughs> somewhere like else. About what about our friends? <laughs> you'll make new and better friends. You know, <laughs> friends. Lisa doesn't even have any friends. So it doesn't yeah. even matter. Really. No, it didn't matter. Yeah, she can't help feel that yeah, they got to know each other. And they're like, yeah. Well, I'm going to skip over my own segment and cover Baker's segment for him. Here we go. Oh, wait, crap. Where is it? There it is. I'm just wondering, what's the point? Would it make any difference at all if I never existed? How can we sleep at night when there's so much suffering in the world? What's the point? What's the point with Dr. Davin tonight? Well, the point... Look, don't worry, Baker. We're not replacing you forever. Um, <laughs> but the show must go on. Um... So, the point of this one, I believe, is, uh, like, bigger isn't always better. Sometimes it's definitely better to be the smaller fish in the, or the bigger fish in the smaller pond than the small fish in the big pond. I think that's what they're going with here. You know, be happy with what you put. Don't try to push things too far. You know, you meet some certain measure of success. You know, sometimes things get too big for their britches and they collapse under the weight. I don't think that's what the point is. I think it's more no? that I think it's more that you you got to go for it sometimes, even sometimes it won't work out. You know, too. but but you, got, you know, if you don't try, you'll never uh, know. You know, and I think even that's why Marge goes along with it. You know, even I think that was the point even, at the beginning of the episode. I think there was two points. I think there was that one at the beginning, and then at the end, they're saying like, "Look, there was nothing wrong with being dancing Homer at the Isotopes games." 
Right. Yeah, I think yeah. that's kind of the underlying one too. Is like he's really embarrassed; he doesn't want to talk about it. But everyone else loves the story, so like he thinks it's this big failure. Yeah. But everybody outside of it, objectively, is like, no, this is really awesome that you had the opportunity to do that. Tell us again. Tell us again. Right. Yeah. Because at least he tried, you know. And they're they're like, yeah. well, we never even tried oh, to do that. So. Yep. Lots of points in this one. It's a it's it's a good episode. It just wasn't the funniest episode. Um, no. No, it's mostly like Homer being a jerk sometimes, you know, his narrations. So some of it's the funnier parts, like the beats, but you know. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's do it. We're making good time tonight. Baker's going to be like, what? How did you guys go so fast? Like, maybe he's a problem. Like well, the story's very, like, straightforward, too, right? Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Don't want to make the natives restless. Don't want to make the natives restless. Okay, I can use this one from the Franco-Prussian War. The Franco-Prussian. <laughs> May I ask you a bold question? Bold questions with New Jacques Brunswick. That's me, New Jacques Brunswick. Um, all right, you guys ready for some bold questions? I'm ready. Oh, is this the uh, is this trivia the round? segment, or are we doing the trivia? This is trivia. Okay. Okay. Right. Triviaize me. Questions with new Jacques. Brunswick. I don't know if so I, I, I would be great. I always lose yeah. trivia when we have a guest, so I'm going to try to break that streak. Yeah, man. And break I it. will just try to win. So we have a, we have a match. <laughs> I believe we're look. Baker's still a champion. We haven't played it in a couple of weeks since he won, has he? Pretty, yeah, he won, and then we or didn't did, play last did, week. Yeah. Or did we play when Eamon was here? I, mean, I can't remember. Or is that the one he won? That's the one I don't he know. won. Anyway, yeah. I think Baker's still champion, so we're looking for an interim champion here. Okay, I'm, I'm happy to, to claim the title of interim champion, if I may. I think you won last time you were on, didn't you, Dave? Um, I think I lost, actually, last time. I think the first time I was on, I won. Oh, the first time. This is my third All time right. I've been on. Here, we should go like this. Right, right. All right, I got my trusty pen to keep score. Oh, that does look better. All right, let's do this. One, don't say anything until I finish reading the question. All right. One, who was responsible for the death of Dexter Scoey, McBain's partner? Oh. Mendoza. Mendoza. Yeah, it was Mendoza. Mendoza. It would have taken me at least 10 minutes to get that, to come to that. <laughs> we don't have 10 minutes. I know. I was uh, I was out of it. All right. So, number two. What is the name of Dexter Scoey's boat? The shark. That I do not know. Total blank. The <laughs> To live forever. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> God damn, damn, damn. Get Mendoza. Right, number three. Who does Barney think is history's greatest British prime minister? Oh, um, Palmerston. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh, yes, Lord Palmerston. Palmerston. Lord Palmerston. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bonus. Bonus question. Okay. Um, who is he arguing with about this? 
Lord T. Outley or something? No, who is who's Barney oh. arguing with in the bar about this? Oh fuck, I know this. It's isn't it in the um with the baseball episode? Um, isn't it like one of the baseball players? I think it's like. I think you're right, but I don't know who. It might be not Roger Clemens. It's like Mattingly, maybe. It's Boggs. Boggs, it's Boggs. <laughs> one more bonus question: Who does Boggs think is the greatest British Prime Minister? Lord, Lord Palmerston. Lord Palmerston. Yeah, the Lord Palmerston. And then the other, his is like. George Adley or something like that. <laughs> uh, All right, well, this is what it is. Yeah, I got nothing. I don't know. Pit TL Pit the Elder. I didn't, the I didn't elder. realize I, I always thought it was like a T was like a n initial, but no. I believe Pit the Elder was the first British Prime Minister. Pit the Elder. This is like back in King Arthur days? Basically. Okay. <laughs> Right, moving on. What country is Mo Sislak from? Albania. Good question. I know he's a snake handler, but I don't know where he's from. That, what, Netherlands? He's from the Netherlands. He is says it, he moved from the Netherlands that... to... Uh, yeah, yeah. Then like does that come up seven. early or does that come up later? I don't know where. Like season seven. Something like that. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right. I'll trust you. What did What did Cecil Terwilliger want to be when he was a child? A clown. Um. Cecil Terwilliger. That's sideshow Bob, right, or something. So. Yeah. I think he wanted to be a. A tele, a, a television children host. Children's television host. Both slightly off. I'll give you. you want to be a sideshow no, host? Giving you either of you any yeah, I'll take. I'll take the charity. Uh, no, no one's getting points for that one. Oh. Just see the tough quiz this time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought I was going easy. I thought my last questions were harder, and you guys were grabbing them. All right. Number six, what happened to Frank Grimes on his 18th birthday? Uh, his parents disowned he him. Hit, yeah, wasn't he hit by a bus or something? He was severely injured in a silo explosion. <laughs> Is that the one where the little man's running and as soon as he gets there, it explodes? I forgot. I forgot it was on his 18th birthday. When did that happen? <laughs> His brain silo just miraculously explodes. After months, after months, to that one. So far away, and a little stick figure runs like he gets there just as it blows up. Frank Grimes is one of the best. The thing is that one thing about Frank Grimes is funnier than this whole episode. But that's a great episode. That's probably close to a perfect ten episode for sure. Oh yeah, I think so. All right, number seven. Who's the honorary MC for Whacking Day? Um, Barry White. Oh, yes. Dave, making a game of it. Two-one, Francis, with one question remaining. You can tie I was it up. Thinking here, not Dave. him, 
I was thinking not him because he's against it, but I forgot he doesn't know what it is at first. Yeah, he so he was only the honorary. He just yeah. knows there's snakes and they're sexy. Yeah, especially the snake. snake. Yeah. Yeah. All right. What does comic book guy cite as a dangerous mix? Loneliness and cheeseburgers. Oh. It just takes it. Gets his revenge yeah. on Cousin Dave. Yeah. Three to one. Good job, Francis. Well done. A fine, fine job. That was a hard quiz. Yeah. That always happens. Like, oh, one did I ace? You're always like, man, I thought these were hard. And then I'll like do yeah. not great on one of you. are like, oh, I thought these were easy ones. I didn't do well this time or the last time. I always think you're going to ask me questions about this episode. And then you ask me things about other episodes I haven't seen in a while. I'm like, oh, I forget. <laughs> I forget those details. Yeah, no, it's they're never about the episode we just saw. That'd be too easy. Yeah. Or if you ask me some Star Trek stuff, I would probably get that. Oh, yeah. Well, that's what we're made for over at the Live Long and Podcast. Even though I, I, mean, I couldn't make it to the Picard one last night. I was too tired. Would you give it a 10, yeah. though, as a rating? Yes, but I had a lot to say about how I don't think it was as good as the other episodes. I gave a 10, but just the fan service was like a 12. Right. So, yeah. Good point. But, yeah. Well, I was going to make that point, but, you know, so it goes. Oh, my God, I'm pressing the wrong thing. All right, here comes the ratings, fellas. All right. All right, so. Stroller down here. Yes, I know who I'm logged in as. I'm me. I'm always me. I'm aware of this. All right, so. According to my thing, you're called Anonymous Quagga. What? Quaggas are cool. What's a quagga? Uh, it's like a little, uh, like a rodent. I mean, lives in Australia. Or is that quagga? Hmm. Now I'm confused. All right. Story for Dancing Homer. Oh, not much of one, really. It's okay. I'll give it like five. Story for you, Francis. Yeah, I was gonna say the same, like a five. Like the the concept is cool, but like it's not yeah. really expanded. It even seems quick, like not before much. you know what the episode's over. Really quick. Okay, yeah, I guess that's it, right? Because it's because the first third of the episode is Bleeding Gums Murphy singing the national anthem. <laughs> yeah. um, Dave, story. Story. Um, it's a uh, a nine. What? I feel like you come into these with extreme bias. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's good because we enough. like you do, yeah. The Burley to Drifters role. That's how we are. Me, you, and Baker do yeah. this enough that even though we have our differences, we start influencing how we, yeah, we influence how each other looks at it. Then we get these outliers yeah, to come have yeah, a totally different I love it. Good. Best story love it. I've ever heard. Capital uh, City. Let's go. Like, humor. I, uh, <laughs> it's probably the least funny of one of the season. I'm going to have to give it a five as well, I think. No, you know what? It's as funny as Bart gets an F. I'll give it a six for humor. Answer. Yeah, I think I'm with you there, Devin. I'll give it a six. There was lots of like funny little quips that made me chuckle, but there wasn't. A, I didn't get a lot of like big, big belly big laughs. Burns. But there's lots of cool little one-liners that make you smile. Humor, are you giving it a 12 there, Dave? 
No, I would say it's <laughs> it's more like a a five. Oh wow! You just like the story of the baseball theme and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, mostly. It's got some laughs, but it's not like it's not killing me laughing. You know, I laughed a few no. times, but yeah. Uh, heart. It does have some heart to it, actually. Um, I'll give it a six. Yeah, I might even go six point five. Like, there's some, there's some good little bits. Like his family supporting him, him really yeah. wanting to support the team, him and Burns getting along there. Like, there's some good little pieces. Heart respecting him and not knowing how to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Yeah, I'm bumping it up to a seven. All right, Dave. I'm going all the way to eight on Heart. Yes. Uh, I think it's pretty good. Uh, I think the stuff with Marge, especially, and like you know, some of the the family mm-hmm. stuff. There's uh this, these early Simpson seasons uh, have a lot of heart, and I think this is uh, yep. one of the key ones, even though it's not the funniest episode ever. A combined rating. Oh, it's bad because Baker's is Baker's good. zeros we'll are bringing that, that way down. Yeah, here I can uh, I can help with that. Hold on. Uh, oh, yeah. Just well, we'll punch it in next episode. We'll, we'll, we'll punch it in later. So uh, we have a com- combined rating tonight of 6.4 overall. Worst one of the season, and I think that is accurate. Yeah, and it's not even that it's bad, but it's easily the weakest episode so far this season, I would say. Yeah. I, that's what I felt. Yeah, me too. I mean, like you say, it felt short. felt like there wasn't a lot there. Yeah. Uh, note, first capital city. Capital City. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's well, against the I law to frown in Capital City. Sam's giving it 10, 10, and 10. He loves this episode. He what? Says. Wow. All right, then, Sam. That's that's pretty high. You'll caper like a stupid clown when you see 4th Street in D. Yeah. Murphy says, don't miss next week's. What's next Murphy. week's? Does it mean Murphy. Picard? Murphy was loving his relative. Picard, yeah, no, I won't. Yeah, I won't miss Picard next week. That's for sure. Worry about that. Um, All right. Well, that's the ratings. Well, you know, fellas, we. uh, You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch. You can contact us at kbblpodcast at gmail.com. We are a proud member of the United Federation of Podcasts. Isn't that right, Dave? That's right. Captain of the Federation is here. Yes, indeed. indeed. Uh, yes, I am. Uh, we have a lot of different podcasts on the Federation Network. You are one of the hardest working podcasters on the network, Davin. And uh, uh, I might be. I'm, uh, I'm prolific. We also, yeah, we have, my, then we have the Super Mater Brothers podcast, which does a lot of TV-based stuff, including reality TV like Survivor. Right now we're doing Survivor 44 and Big Brother Canada 11. Um, uh, three times a week, and then we're also we also have the Mary Mater Marvel Society over there. We'll we'll cover things like Ant Man and the Wasp, uh, Quantum Mania, Guardians of the Galaxy three. There's uh, the new uh, Marvel Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. There's a lot of new stuff coming out this year, so we'll be talking about that over on that channel. And then we have uh, Eamon on Track, which is one of our newest channels with Eamon Mater, where he's uh, where he you know interviews people and talks about albums and they rate them. I was on the first episode with him, the pilot episode, talking about the Hamilton album, all 46 tracks. We ripped right through it. So, uh, uh, yep. it's, 
check out for new shows over on Amen on Track. Um, yeah, we'll, I'll be on the next one. We'll be talking about the great Robert Johnson. The great. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. that's exciting. So uh, we'll get that on the schedule. King of the Delta Blues, King of the Delta Blues singers. Yes. All right. Maybe yeah, yeah, devil that's what we're there. Also, last yesterday, not yesterday, Wednesday, we did hold up. We were talking about internet movies, hackers, the net, guns akimbo. You didn't like that, the net? I heard you didn't like the net. No, I thought it was boring, and I loved good or not loved, but I quite liked guns akimbo. And Murphy didn't think that was possible, so Murphy's mind exploded on camera. You can see it. Like, <laughs> I know. I saw. I saw the aftermath. Gun. He came out. He came over to. Um, where did he come over? He, we, I think he came over to the Super Mater Brothers channel uh, while we were doing like Big Brother the other night, and he was just like, "I can't handle this. I don't know." Yeah, <laughs> he was there to talk to Jamil, really. But and in two weeks' time, we'll be doing another holdup. We'll be doing heist movies, Pink Panther, Out of Sight, and I think it's called Victoria. All the movie all done in one shot. Maybe it's South African or something like that. Um, yeah, we'll see. Heist movies. An X-Ray to the X-Men animated review show. Don't miss it. This coming Tuesday when we, we will be interviewing writer Len Yuli, Emmy Award winning writer Len Yuli. So check that out. That's going to be real fun. And then the Graphic Histories podcast. Andre talks to people in film and comics and all that kind of stuff. Last one was with a local director here in Halifax, Dave Mullins. Check that out. And the Hellbound podcast. Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan talking about things horror. You know. Wednesdays. That's what they do. White TV's yeah, Michael Wednesday. Chan, who's now on White popular- Chan. popularity papers on Mondays. Check it out on White TV. Yeah, yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. Uh, check it out. He's playing one of the dads, I think. We're big stars here in the Federation. Yep. Yeah. Trivia debates. Check it out. What's the next one on Dave? I don't know. I haven't. I haven't even really put my mind to it. I got to figure that out this weekend. Any suggestions for a, for a new one? Um, let you know. Yeah, let me know. Let you know. Let's know. Live the long and podcast. We of course also have, which are many, many divisions many, of Star Trek content. Star Trek we have the command division. You guys yeah. were on there. The we have other Star Trek night. Enterprise um, right now. We have our Star Enterprise, Trek D Space Nine. Card. And, Picard. We'll be doing Strange New Worlds very soon, covering all those episodes, um, past and present, and our operations division, which does fun things like Star Trek Radio Theater and playing Star Trek online or video games, different reviews. We've got the science division led by Davin with uh, yeah, yeah. With we got a debate Korea, nine coming debate up. Nine. All ladies division or all ladies edition. Yeah, uh, debate nine. That's going to be awesome. Looking yep. forward to that. We do sciencey stuff over there. Lots of great Star Trek content, and then of course Locutors. Of course, the Locutors of Trek. Yes, we have have a Captain Summit coming out. We do have a Captain Summit, and probably an episode on the legacy of Star Trek on the Locutors Audio Podcast. I've never actually been on Locutors as a a guest, so I think Locutors doesn't work like that. Locutors is mean is the adventures of plain simple tailors. But you've had uh, uh, Mr. Scott on there. Oh yeah, because he has a quantum tra- or a, a quantum time transporter, and he can find us no matter where we go. Well, that's convenient. Okay. Well, yes, if you can get one of those from Mister Scott, and you do. can find us in our many adventures, because we're gallivanting around the galaxy, Dave. Yeah. Well, of course, you know, Dave on it. He doesn't. Put him on it. He doesn't. 
And he and he doesn't want to hang out with us. He's, he keeps getting malfunctions and just ending up where we are. Like, Damn it! <laughs> you pull him in. And you, yeah, 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 like, yeah what, exactly. that episode with the mirror yeah, universe. Like and mistake. you were like, "What is your reason that you like this mirror universe?" He was like, "Listen, I like you're like no, tell me what is the reason I should even care." It's funny, Michael Chan. Well, yes, going. Yeah, he might right. well, be. Thank, uh, thanks for joining us, Dave. Yeah. Hope you're feeling better there, Baker. And uh, yeah, um, Chris Murphy is the sexiest man alive. I hope he's still on here. What? That's that's a pretty scandalous opinion, but you know, debatable, debatable. I think possible trivial debates. We'll have to put the uh, figure that one out. <laughs> is Chris Murphy the sexiest man? <laughs> is he the sexiest man in the Federation? I think that's the the debate. Yeah, he's one of the contestants, or he's the judge. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It'll be Anyways, we'll catch you later, everybody. Let's go now. A B B B L. Podcast. <laughs> Where the extra B is for BYO BB. Where's my elephant?